Welcome to the Financial Coaches Podcast, where we talk about how to build your practice from startup to scale up while being the kind of coach your clients crave. Finally, a podcast for financial coaches. Here are your hosts, Maria Casillas and Cody Sizemore. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Financial Coaches Podcast. I am Maria Casillas, and I'm joined here by my fantastic co-host, Cody Sizemore. We are so thrilled to be with you here again this week. Listen, if you have not yet heard last week's podcast episode, we encourage you strongly to go back and listen to that before you do anything else today. Uh, That's actually the one that we released that has our interview with Coach Chris Hogan. It was a fantastic interview. So many great golden nuggets in there, mic drops, uh, just pieces of information that you are bound to use for the rest of your coaching career. And so we do encourage you to go back and listen to that. We also are excited to talk about something completely different today. Now that we've gotten through all of that fun stuff. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, so Cody, before we do that, let me just ask you, how are you today? Doing all right? Doing good. Okay. Yeah, it's my mom's birthday today. No, that's yeah. awesome. Very good. Yeah. Well, happy birthday to so. your mom. Mm-hmm. Do I dare ask how old she is, or does a, a woman ever tell? But so her son yeah. might. <laughs> yeah, she's uh, she's sixty five today. So it's a big oh, one. that's a that is a big one. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's incredible. So, what are you doing for her? Anything special? Actually, as soon as we're done recording, I'm going to be going over to their house for like a like a dinner and just hangout sesh. It's just going to be simple, you know. That's so wonderful. Just making some me memories, and the siblings, and all the kids. So wonderful. Well, mm-hmm. I'm excited to hear that. And you know, I really appreciate that you share some of that stuff here because it lets our listeners know that we actually have lives outside of this yeah. podcast. It's just a friendly reminder. So, yeah. uh, so I appreciate that you, that you did that. <laughs> what would you like to talk about today? Yeah. So, um, there's been something happening a decent amount recently with, with a handful of my clients. And, you know, this happens from time to time. Ever since I ever since I started coaching, like this just happens sometimes. But right now I have like three clients in particular that are all kind of dealing with the same thing. And basically what that is, is they have been doing everything that they can, everything that they're supposed to. And, you know, summer months, life happens, uh, you know, whether it be family parties or holidays or maybe a car breakdown or whatever it might be an unexpected medical bill who knows right yeah but there's been certain things that have just popped up life happens and you know that takes away from certain aspects of their initial plan to either build their savings or get out of debt or whatever um you know and you can create space for that with people but sometimes even even that isn't enough, you know. So uh, it, it, there's the ability of things popping up to where it just takes away from the progress that they were hoping to make uh, with their finances, but also with coaching as well. And oftentimes when this happens, I see a lot of clients become a little bit discouraged you know, like they're like the wind is kind of taken out of their sails and, 
you know, they're, they're so fixated on the, on the destination that sometimes when the journey doesn't go their way, they just get a little bit beat down. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important that when you have clients that deal with this sort of thing, or even you as a coach with your own finances, or maybe just the growth of your coaching practice, um, it's important to understand that progress does not always mean forward momentum, if that makes sense, right? Like, sure. I think it really depends on where you're at, what you're dealing with, and what season of life you're in, you know, because sometimes progress looks like not going backwards, you know, and, and, and sometimes progress looks like just doing your absolute best, right? Mm-hmm. Even if it means that you may be going backwards in some sense. You just took those words right out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah. If you're, if you're doing your best, then you're still making progress, right? Well, and not, yeah, not, not just that, but you're, you're measuring because we talk about progress being measurable, right? So in that instance, you might be going backward, but what you're measuring in that moment is your reaction, your, um, the, yeah, your reaction to the way that that happened. How are you responding to that scenario versus how you would have responded two, three, four months ago or two years ago when you first started coaching? So, yeah, yeah I, I agree. And that sounds to somebody who's listening, it sounds very relativistic and I'm not even into relativism. So it, it, that sounds weird, but um, it's not that we're for, you know, we're saying that anything goes and we're just trying to sweep any sense of, of lack of progress under the rug. That's not that at all. It's just a realization that, you know, things happen and, yeah. and we have to be prepared for those things. Yeah. And there's also things that you can find in the silver lining as well. So I'll, I'll, I'll share two examples of two clients that are currently dealing with this. Um, I had a meeting with one today and, you know, they were hoping to make, you know, a uh, $600 movement in paying off their credit cards this month. And they're only able to make $150. Right. And they were kind of bummed out. Um, and you know, they're, they were actually bummed out, not just for that because they had a car repair come up, but they were also bummed out that they went over on their fund money by 50 bucks. And I kind of explored that, that situation. I was like, why are you actually upset about this? You know? And, and we went back and forth and, and I actually pulled up, what I do uh, at the towards the beginning of our coaching, which is, you know, an audit on them to see like what they were doing and stuff like that. And I was like, guys, we have your fund money set at about 600 uh, a month right now for this couple in particular. And when you first started coaching, you were in a $2,000 deficit every month because you're, you're putting everything on credit cards and Because of that, you know, you were spending about $3,000 a month on fun money related things when we first started. And you're being upset that you spent 50 extra bucks. You know, like you have come such a long way. So sometimes like progress just looks like that. Like, hey, like you're moving in the right direction, even though it might not happen at the pace that you were hoping for you're moving in the right direction, right? So helping people have that perspective and just Mm -hmm. reflecting on things, I think is very important. Um, I also have another client who he 
is currently on medical leave from his job um, because he he had a rotator cuff tore, and he's a he's a firefighter. So I mean, obviously, you can't carry people out of burning buildings <laughs> with a torn rotator cuff. You know, your shoulders right. messed up. So you know, they had a goal of uh, you know building up their savings and you know, building a garage and, you know, doing additions to their house and stuff like that. And, you know, the last couple of months, they've just been breaking even. And I'm like, listen, like, that is a win. Like, I know that you guys were here to build the garage, but this happened and it's out of your control. So the win is just keeping things afloat, right? Like, it's just keeping the train moving, Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they're types of people that like they need to feel progress in order mm-hmm. to like feel good about themselves. So we've been doing some work on that. Um, but, you know, it's it's definitely something that is a good perspective shift for them. And when we were when we talked about that, it really did help them You know, that they stopped beating themselves up. You know, mm-hmm. they basically were. Yep. You know, guy in particular he was like this is all my fault like if i didn't have this happen then we would be able to do these things blah blah blah. and i'm like dude you're you're blaming yourself for things that you don't need to blame yourself for you know Mm -hmm. so i don't know i just think that like i'm not the only coach that deals with this kind of thing and i know that this happens all the time for people and their finances and i know that a lot of coaches have to work with people to work through this and I think that sometimes we have the, the tendency as coaches to view progress as always moving forward. And I do think that there's a slight egoic thing about that because we want to feel like we're giving our clients results. But again, sometimes the results just mean doing your best and, and equipping your, your clients to do their best as well. Yeah, I agree. So a couple of things. Um, one, I'm going to go back to the first couple that you talked about. And you said that they used to be about $2,000 deficit because they were spending approximately $3,000 per month on fun. And this time they spent $50 more than what they did before. And that bothered them. In addition to what you did, and you probably already did this as well, but you just didn't mention it, uh, just being able to help them see why, like that, the fact that it bothered them now, $50 yeah. bothered them, whereas before $3,000 either didn't bother them or they just ignored the bother, one of the two. Mm-hmm. But just that very slight difference in how it affected them mentally is progress. So even though, you know what I mean? Like, so it's not always numbers on paper. A lot of times it really is. What is our attitude toward this? How does it affect us mentally, emotionally, et cetera? Uh, So I wanted to throw that in there. And then um, if I may just share one small, I guess you could call this uh, like an approach or or a tool that has worked for people in terms of setting up that expectation for them. So you mentioned on like the second uh, couple that for him personally, I, I think you said the couple in general, they really need to feel like they're making progress in order for them to feel like they're doing something right. Um, mm-hmm. I, I feel like we might have talked about this in the past, but it might have been way in the past. So do you remember us talking about target goals? Yeah. 
Yep. Yeah. Okay. So, so for those of people who are not every weekers and, and maybe haven't heard this yet, I, I have zero reference to tell you like where to go back because it just came up in my mind. But um, the whole idea there is that you have, if you picture a target, you can picture a bullseye and you can picture an outer rim. And then obviously there's several rings in between. And in the, in the analogy, the bullseye is like, what is the absolute best goal that you could hit? You know, what if you, if you had your withers about you and everything went just according to plan, what would that look like? And that would be that person's or that couple's in a bullseye goal. And then there's an outer rim goal, which we've kind of deemed as like a no matter what, like no matter what life throws at me, this is how I'm going to define progress. This is the things that I, I know no matter what happens, we're going to do this. And there usually is a pretty solid range there. Like there's a, there's a pretty big range. And, um, the purpose between that is that as long as your clients are anywhere between those two goals, they are absolutely making progress. And so that kind of gives, it doesn't just give permission for a life to happen to us. It actually gives um, like, oh, what's the right way to say it? it? It gives them something to measure it by. So, so they know it's not, because ha- I think a lot of times when people come to us, like we get them all hyped up and like, you know, we put put numbers into a spreadsheet and we're like, you know, if you do this, you could be debt free by, you know, 2024. And they get really excited about that. The problem with it is that we need to do some of that to motivate them and have them see the potential. But if we stay there, they stay there. And that's that bullseye goal that I was talking about. And when it goes up, not if, when it veers from that, because it will, that bullseye is a it's a bullseye. Like we never hit the bullseye every time. So when it veers from there, then they start to feel discouraged. Like, oh, but I was going to do X, Y, and Z. So if you set that, say, hey, you could do this. Now you just tell them life will happen. There are going to be things. So what are you guys committing to no matter what? Throw in there that the car completely goes to crap and that you're going to have to replace a brand, you know, not brand new car, but you're going to have to replace a car completely. Uh, Throw in there that you have a a $5,000 medical bill. I mean, I have like a $14,000 medical bill that I got to pay now that was 100% not expected. So th- things like that, that just tell them these things are going to happen. And it's not me being, you know, poo-pooing and, and not, uh, not being positive. I'm not thinking negatively. It's like, these are just realities. So what's going to be your no matter what? And I tell you what, Cody, when they realize that they are staying within that range, it, it changes things for them. They recognize like, okay, I see that I'm not outside. Now, if they go outside of that outer rim goal, that no matter what, then we no longer, that that doesn't necessarily mean that it has to be because they're going backwards or all the other stuff we talked about, but that's there no matter what. And they aren't going to be motivated if they can't stay within that. So that actually provides for us, the coach, a parameter on, okay, we, they said they don't want to go outside of this. And so we need to make sure no matter what life throws at them, that they're kind of staying within here. So when you're setting that up, all of you who are listening out there, be realistic about that outer rim goal, because it really means no matter what. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And I think that that's important um, because there is always the possibility that maybe someone doesn't meet there no matter what. Mm-hmm. And that's, that is where us as coaches are the most needed. Yeah, you know, uh, to help bring them back in. Yeah. And we have to help see is it I mean, usually when someone's not meeting and no matter what, it usually is because they're not doing something. 
Right. And I think that's one of the biggest differences between the bullseye and the no matter what. The bullseye is like, assuming all the circumstances around you are fantastic, here's what we're going to get. The no matter what, it really just says, no matter what is thrown at us from outside circumstances, these are the things that I'm able to do. So with that being said, you don't have to create the no matter what around a specific number. You can absolutely create that around specific behaviors. Right. Mm -hmm. So no matter what, I'm going to X, Y and Z on these given months, no matter what life throws at me. And so then even if their numbers don't look good on paper anymore, you can say, you know what, though, you did all the behaviors that you said you were going to do. You did everything that you had control over. And that's all we can ask. And if they didn't do those things and the numbers slip, that's where we as coaches can help them see this is these are the things that you promised yourself that you would do. And here's where you're letting yourself down. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a great, great, great point. Um, and I think that, you know, that ties into the whole overarching idea of like progress is progress. And mm -hmm. one last thing I want to say before we wrap this conversation up is there's a great quote. I don't know who said it, but basically it says like the man who loves walking will walk further than the man who loves the destination. Mm. And basically it's just talking about how you have to love the journey. Like so often, whether it be our clients or even us as coaches, we're so fixated on the destination, the being debt free, the getting the house, the doing the, that, the, you know, revenue goal, whatever it might be that like any time that something comes up that sets us back, quote unquote, mm -hmm. it takes so much out of us. Mm -hmm. But if we just embrace that journey of understanding, like we are moving forward, we are going to achieve this. No matter what, we are going to achieve this and we are going to be intentional with achieving this. But there's going to be turns in the road. There's going to be bumps in the road. If you live in Toledo, Ohio, like I do, there's going to be a lot of potholes in the road. You know, <laughs> so uh, there's going to be things that come up. But if you just enjoy that journey and you're like, cool, this is part of it. This is part of it. This is part of it. That by the time you get to that destination, you're not going to want to, you're not going to feel like, you've arrived and that's all you have to do or that's all that you can do. So then you kick mm -hmm. your feet up, comfort sets in, and then it creates more issues for you. When mm -hmm. you hit that destination, you're going to be like, cool, I did this and I want to keep walking, mm -hmm. right? Yep. I want to keep going. I want to keep growing because if you're not growing, then you're dying, you mm -hmm. know? So I think that a lot of it has to do with that perspective of just, embracing the journey versus the destination. Yeah. And I'm so glad, Cody, that you threw in that last bit. Uh, because as you were talking, one of the things that came to mind was like, when we did our personal debt free journey, it very much was more along the lines of embracing the destination more so than the journey, like just looking forward through all of that. And I can tell you firsthand, this is part of my, you know, quote, unquote, existential story. Um, but I can tell you that getting to that destination did not feel fulfilling. And we got there, right? I mean, we, we, we were intentional and we did all the things. Um, but because we didn't just 
really embrace that journey, then it was very lackluster when we got to the destination. So, uh, you know, I think like if you're, if you're on your way somewhere and you have all of these problems, you know, you get the, you have flight delays and things like that. Like if you can find the experience that's there for you with your kids, you know, make an experience out of it, make memories out of, you know, having to sleep at the airport or whatever, rather than just being frustrated with all the things that come out, you will probably get to that destination with a lot more than if you just got there, you know, complaining about all the bumps along the road, like you said. Uh, And so that is something that I did not embrace. And that was probably 10 years ago at this point. And so again, I've mentioned before that we're constantly learning and growing and, and never have fully arrived at somewhere, but I can be very transparent in saying that I did not embrace that journey and it really was lackluster to, to mm-hmm. get to that destination. Uh, so I really appreciate that you actually mentioned that at the end because it's very true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a level of fulfillment that when you make it about the journey and the growth of yourself through that journey Mm -hmm. that when Mm -hmm. you do arrive at that destination, you're just like, it's no longer about the goal. It's more so about where you've come from, you know? And that's why it's actually feels good, Mm -hmm. you know? Yep. So. Yep. And that's exactly why I changed how I coach because, because of that, like that, I needed that experience to, to realize that, the coach that I knew I wanted to be was somebody different than the type of person who would just coach to that specific destination. Uh, so I'm, I don't regret the fact that we went through it because that, you know, those things that we do, whether we do them well or not tend to make us who we are. Uh, so I'm really glad that we did that that way because it made me the coach that I am today. Uh, but I'm really, if we can save people who are listening, <laughs> if we can save you the heartache from some of that, and you could just learn vicariously, it is the most efficient way to learn. So feel free to learn from our mistakes and um, yeah, just do it better next time. That'll be great. Mm-hmm. As always, I love having these conversations with you. I just think that, you know, these are some of the, my favorite ones where we just throw questions out there and see what people <laughs> See what see what each other thinks because um, mm-hmm. it's it, we are we obviously have a lot in common, but it's always neat to see what we add that maybe we didn't think about before. So thank you for that as always. Yeah, absolutely. This is always fun, and uh, you know, obviously today is episode one hundred and one of Crazy. our journey together, and yeah. I've been embracing the journey. You know, so, uh, especially since we don't know the actual was, destination. <laughs> Yeah, our, our destination was 102 episodes, so you're done after this. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. Uh, but no, the journey has been great, and you know, we also want to thank you guys for sticking around. You know, if if you've been enjoying this podcast in any way, shape, or form, you know, we would just ask that you leave us a review, drop us a rating, uh, you know, follow us, subscribe to us on whatever platform that you're that you're listening to because one, it helps you get alerts when we drop new episodes, but it also helps push this out to more people. And, uh, you know, it helps with the algorithm and all that kind of fancy stuff. So we would really appreciate that. You know, we don't do ads on this show or anything like that. We don't make money off of this show. This is just something that we love doing and we love spending our time with you guys. So, um, we want to say thank you again and we will catch you next week for episode 102 and i don't know when we'll go 
when we'll stop? Who knows? You know, 103, 104, 105, 106, 107. Do you have something to tell me? 108, 109, 110. Who knows? You know, so... Yeah. Please, please don't stop yet. You know, pretty soon I'm actually going to be able to see you because I've got that surgery coming up. So, like, don't stop yet. Okay. At least wait. At least wait until I can see you clearly, and then then, and then we can talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in and dealing with our banter. We appreciate you, and look forward to seeing you next week. <laughs> Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to the Financial Coaches Podcast, brought to you by New Money Habits and Sizemore Financial Coaching. Submit your questions to our hosts by emailing podcast at newmoneyhabits.com. Be sure to subscribe to be notified of future episodes and join our growing group of like-minded coaches on Facebook. And until next time, happy coaching. Music provided by Summer School.